Welcome to season five of the If You Knew Me podcast. It's your girl Hannah, a T23 and the dewiest of them all. <laughs> Teresa Jasmine and I have had a blast leading the podcast for y'all last year, and we're so pumped that some T24s will be joining us this year. What you can expect from this season are more fun conversations with our first and second year classmates, as well as eye-opening chats with our favorite professors. We are pumped for you all to listen along. Do let us know of any comments, questions, or suggestions. We want to hear from you. Make sure to follow along on on Instagram at if you knew me pod. Good luck to any and all endeavors you have going on and we'll catch you on the show. Bye. If you knew me, you would know I'm a big beach person. That's awesome. So thank you so much for joining us today on today's episode. I'm so excited to interview another T24 who loves beaches. Tell me more about why you love beaches. Um, sure. So I grew up in a southeastern beach town in India. Um, I've been there most of my life, except for maybe two years when I was working in a hilly uh, town, which I don't think I like as much. Um, just going back to why I love beach so much. I grew up um, with my grandparents for most part of my childhood, uh, early childhood, um, which and we used to typically spend most of our holidays and, and anything important on the beach. So I have a lot of memories growing up, thinking about how my grandmom would tell me stories um, of beach and, and, and mysterious creatures in the beach that, that I don't know if exist, but I still sort of um, go with that. Um, and I also remember how my father would typically take me to the beach when he had to have any difficult conversations. So beach is sort of this therapeutic um, place for me to just rewind and, and just allow the energy to flow from um, the universe to me. That's awesome. I love that like sentiment of even if you've had like difficult memories there, it still like provides you peace. Yeah. I guess what else were you normally like, doing at the beach? Um, I would read a lot of books in the beach, um, even though uh, the town I come from is not very um, pleasant on most in most uh, climates it's pretty hot um, I would still go in the evenings and just spend some time on the beach read a book listen to music listen to the waves crash um, or just watch a lot of families enjoy come to the beach and do their thing it just sort of made me feel um, I would say zoom out of uh, my own life and look at what's happening around me made me feel more aware um, but yes, I think I think beach was definitely a place where I felt most connected to the broader universe. Wow, that's so deep. <laughs> I guess like for yourself, would you describe yourself as more of like an introvert and kind of like being at the beach might kind of make you feel like a part of, of something? Or I guess how, how would you describe that defining you? Um, I seldom say I'm an introvert, but people around me don't agree that I'm introvert. Uh-huh. I, I sometimes um, do uh, take that that I might not be the typical introvert. I'm probably like an ambivert. Yes, I do have times when I like like this where I like zone out and then think about everything around me and just connect myself to what's happening around me. But then again, you would typically see me in most of the parties at Tuck or anywhere. Um, no, I, I would definitely say um, it's, I mean, life's hard and, and sometimes when you zone out and, 
and and like zoom out and look at what's happening around you um you just realize that there's so much to cherish in what you have and what you're doing and all that effort or that pain definitely like reflects back on on the outcome of what was to come that's like a very resilient and wise <laughs> mindset i guess what do you feel like has made you so wise or like thoughtful um yeah so i'm the eldest of five um and when i say five like i i grew up in this large family with my father's brother also living like next door so i grew up uh, together we all grew up together and i'm with the eldest so for me um there's always this um expectations that i have to be wise and thoughtful and take care of everyone around me and and then just be um, empathetic and understanding and i also believe where that empathy comes from is when i grew with my grandparents my grandmom was really big into gardening and mm-hmm. she would seldom talk about what each plant represents and and why is it important to sort of give back and and i think that empathy and just taking care just comes naturally to me are you and your siblings like close in age or far apart um i'm far apart from the rest of my siblings i'm 4 years older than my next sibling and the three after that are like one year apart and they're pretty close and then i have a brother who's like 9 years younger than me wow so yeah i'm pretty yeah far <laughs> away from their generation yeah their generation i i i have snapchat on my phone just because i want to stay connected with what they're doing and and i remember they would send snaps to each other and talk about how their life is happening and i'm like i don't know what you're talking about and i got into snapchat just to be connected to them so i feel like i'm a different generation <laughs> altogether that's awesome i'm like the youngest of my family yeah. and so i feel like i guess yeah we are different generations, <laughs> so totally understand. But at least you're making the effort oh, <laughs> to understand them. In terms of like your transition to Tuck, mm-hmm. have you been able to explore any of the beaches here, or even kind of would love to hear more about what what brought you to Tuck or Hanover mm-hmm. in the first place? Considering we don't have any beaches nearby. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when I'm a first generation graduate, um, so for me when I made this decision to pursue mba and especially in the us it was definitely a big black box for me and while i was exploring what what are the best options i definitely had this criteria of not just the academic or the recruiting perspective of a school i wanted to find a community where i i i feel like i belong at and i did apply to a whole bunch of schools because i wanted to make sure that i was not losing out on anything but to the process of learning more about school the community the the sort of feeling uh, that that people hold for each other i just came to realize that um you can always live in a town in a city or in a town i mean there's there's no saying not but i decided that i would want to rather stay somewhere where people wouldn't escape into the city after the class and you would run into them again and again which sort of encourages you to have a conversation and then i'm sure you will take this back with you when you all move to different parts of the world or the country so i think that was what made a huge difference in my decision making as to i can always put that extra effort um, especially for someone who's recruiting for tech on the west coast um i can always put that extra effort to reach out to more people maybe spend two more extra hours every week to make that tra- to make that transition to west coast but 
while I'm here, I wanted to be as close as possible to everyone around me and the nature and, and like just be around. And on your question about the beaches, so both the breaks so far, um, the day the break starts, I would fly off to the West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and funny enough, I've not been to Boston or New York yet. So you've done tuck right. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so every time there's a break, I run off to the West Coast. My brother lives there. And, oh, awesome. Um, and yeah, so I'm still connected to the beaches. But uh, yeah, I love tuck for everything it holds um, and, and the community and belongingness everyone um, has here for people around me. So from the beaches that you've seen, mm -hmm. uh, do you technically have a favorite? Um, do I have a favorite? Uh, I, I, I would probably associate beaches with the memories I have with them. Mm -hmm. So depending on the people I travel with, depending on um, the mental state or, or the place I'm at at that point, I definitely do have favorite beaches in terms of, oh, I remember that sunset. I saw in this particular beach, in this particular day, in this particular town. Just um, reflecting on one beach, I would say, I've been to Goa, which is on the eastern coast of India. Mm -hmm. And for someone on the, okay, I'm on the east coast of India, Goa is on the west coast of India. So I would typically see sunrises um, when growing up, but I really wanted to see how the sun sets on the beach. So yeah, I think I've spent there, um, a good amount of time in Goa every year and I feel like probably the beaches in Goa hold some memories in terms of just figuring out the other side of uh, sun <laughs> revolving around or sorry earth revolving around sun that's awesome and I guess I know earlier you were talking about how like the beach also provides like you a space to mm -hmm. clear your head um, and kind of like feel a sense of calm. Do you feel like you found kind of those places here in the upper valley or even like around Tuck, like your hidden comfort areas? Um, no, yeah, uh, I remember uh, thinking about this while I was applying to something when I was talking to a, pr a prospective student. I was thinking about what are my favorite three places around here that make me feel that way. Um, I would say the first one would be the um, Ocumpon Trail and it's it's such a beautiful place and, and especially in fall I remember the colors, I've never seen anything like that. Um, typically where I come from it's, it's just one season all over the entire year with probably two months of rain but or the, the way seasons change here and the way the nature adapts to that is crazy. And there's Folly Park right by the, um, across the bridge on your way to Vermont. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and there are this, there's this, I don't, I don't know who even maintains those, but there's two chairs there, and, and it's beautiful when you sit on them and look over the Connecticut River, so that would be another one. And the third one is Still North, which is a bookstore, so. Love and Still can, North. Oh, I, and I go there every um, weekend and I spend a couple of hours. I feel like I've made friends with the owners but, and like oh really yeah and nice. and, and like I uh, I also read a lot of books and sometimes when I want to get a new book I go there irrespective of um well, its availability online and sometimes when I don't have a book I have them order it so I can go back another time open the book in the brown gift packing that they make with a nice bow on top and my name stuck to it. Yes. 
that's the experience I'm in for. I love it. I love it. Yes. No, I feel like Still North got me through a lot of yeah. midterms first year. I'm just <laughs> like, where can I get like a quality, feel like I'm kind of still in a city vibe. Yeah. So I guess what was like the last book that you got from Still North? Um, Slash would you recommend? The last book I got, um, I got Tomorrow, Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow, which was suggested by the uh, book club, and I read that. It was a wonderful book. Um, I got another book by some, and sometimes I just walk through the aisles. It could be an author I've never heard about. It could be a genre I've never explored before. I just pick a book that sort of like speaks to me. It's, it's almost like they're whispering to you, and you just go to the right aisle at the right time, and you see this book, and like... Maybe I have to read this book right now. Yeah. Um, no, the, the latest book I bought is probably The Picture Bride. Um, it's by a Korean author. I don't remember the name properly. But yeah, it, it, I've, I'm still probably a quarter way through. And yeah, it's, it's great so far. That's awesome. I guess like you seem kind of super open to like wondering or kind mm-hmm. of like what's what's kind of like next for you I guess how has that translated into your tuck experience in terms of what you decided to get involved in or kind of the experiences that you wanted to tap into here um yeah I I just see a lot of people being intentional in whatever they do here and and the energy that they bring into uh, whatever they're doing is definitely encouraging for me to put myself out there and do things that I've never done before um there are a couple of things I would say I always I, I remember talking about this with a lot of uh, uh, students here, um, telling them that I'm not looking forward for the winter. I've n- <laughs> I've never lived in the snow, and the probably the um, lowest temperatures I've ever experienced was 20 degrees Celsius, and that was like cold back where I come from. And and the falls here are probably 20 degrees Celsius, and oh no, so I think that's uh, definitely a thing that. Um, I sort of like started liking and, and I had to put myself up there to experience what everyone is experiencing mm-hmm. like maybe the tripod hockey and, and I've not been to skiing yet but no judgment me neither <laughs> and I only and I think I miss ski season so yeah. <laughs> might yeah. not happen for me but you still have time yeah so no I'm, I'm excited um, about it if not this year I'm definitely looking forward to doing it next year and just to sort of put myself out there and do things I would typically not do, maybe take a... I don't think I was a big hiking person before, uh, but no, I've, I've totally um, loved doing that here, and I see how people take it as a good ex- a good exercise and as well as this um, self-realization uh, sort of a process. Yeah, That's awesome. I guess what makes you so open to getting out of your comfort zone slash do you have any like advice for people on how to break out of their comfort zone a little bit Mm -hmm. um i i feel like i'm always challenging my comfort zone i always keep i I just realize that there are days when i would typically like pause what i'm whatever i'm doing and think if it were me a couple of years back would i still do this um and and yes i think for me what encourages me to come out of my comfort zone is to just see how everyone else is enjoying mm-hmm. doing the things that i would typically not see myself doing um and i would definitely encourage or, or suggest that more people do that you see a lot of people doing things um, that you're not used to doesn't it's probably not um, a part of your culture or or 
you never saw people doing around you but no i think when people do what when you see people do what they enjoy i think that's a very um, uh, it, it it pass across to you yeah it's contagious that's awesome i feel like you're like very selfless almost like in a sense of like other people's joy brings you joy <laughs> almost uh, in a sense um i i i I think my therapist would agree with that. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I I probably do find myself um seeking joy in in just being in between people who are also um, joyful. And I guess like for the future, mm-hmm. does that kind of sentiment feed into like your future career goals or aspirations? Um career goals I've always been um I don't know I never think about uh, my future in terms of career and I remember um, talking about this with a couple of students not not very long ago um when I I remember someone asked me what do you where do you see yourself in 10 years and a lot of people were talking about how they want to be in this position like do this work do this job own a product and my answer was oh I want to own a farm with like 20 different type of animals and and like and like enjoy living and and so i yeah i think that's that's the i i definitely seek happiness and mm. and whatever i find gives me that at that point is what i'm going to do um and i think that that also reflects on my career so far and how i've been choosing the companies i work with the teams i work with and how i deliver them so yeah prob i i hope that i get a good career um, opportunity that takes me towards closer towards happiness that's awesome and i guess for like the listeners that don't exactly know your career path would you be able to kind of talk through kind of how you've found like happiness in your past roles um yeah uh, so i under i did my undergrad in electronics engineering which was not a very typical uh, majors especially for women i would say um but i remember that it was a very conscious decision i i had already spoken to people who done engineering in that field and i was like maybe this is a good place for me to start i don't mind electronics because i've worked on a few projects in my in my high school where i was working with on robotics on like pulling um, things together but i did re- i remember um my senior junior and senior year we were introduced to electronics and communications which is the signals part of which which i realized i don't enjoy <laughs> and i i was like oh i don't see myself working in this field i should start talking to more people again and start seeing what else is in my way um i remember interning with this vr ar startup um we were building a product um where commercial clients can use vr to sort of plan and design um the industry uh, things like probably something like a a boiler in a big uh, electrical uh, company or a factory so we were, we were working on that and i found that very interesting but i again didn't see myself doing it long term and i happened to come across uh, this Uh, alumni from my school who was working as a data scientist and and talking to him and understanding what he does on a daily basis um felt like a good uh, place for me to sort of challenge myself every time and and 
come up with new ideas and then do things that that are not monotonous so yeah data scientist i've been a data scientist for about four years before coming to tag four and a half years before coming to tag and yeah i love every part of it i worked with walmart um i worked with a rate ride hailing business in india which is like uber's biggest competitor there and most recently i was with paypal and i was working with their salaris team trying to over over uh, power or take like win against peop- this typical uh, scams that would happen on paper and yeah it was fun that's awesome well i'm excited to see what role you land in post tuck that will bring you happiness um but anything else that you would like your classmates to know about you that we don't already know yes this one thing i would definitely want my classmates to know which i've not touched upon so far um i'm a really big anime fan ah and and like wherever there is real estate on the walls in my dorm room there's an anime poster on it so anyone who's interested in anime wants to watch a new series or wants to talk about a series that's already been aired please reach out to me i'd like to have more such informative and and eye opening conversations with people about anime i love that i'm um, so i'm not like into the anime world yet but do you have like a suggested if you were going to get someone hooked on anime what would you suggest for them to start to dabble in hmm i know most people would say death note i don't know if if i'm going to say that considering i watched a, a considerable few um but I, again mainstream i would say naruto is a very good anime ah, to get yes. started on it's such a nice one and it's it's so deep and and i find myself always looking for um anime or studio ghibli movies that are deep and and yeah. like sad and <laughs> I, i i i have a tattoo of a, a scene from a studio ghibli movie so oh, wow love them love them yes well thank you i actually will look into that yeah thank you so much for your time and i really appreciate you sharing your story with us and hopefully i get to visit that beach that you recommended yeah. as well i feel like it looks so beautiful Thanks for listening to this episode of If You Knew Me. The If You Knew Me podcast was founded back in the fall of 2020 to help deepen student connections and foster a culture of belonging at Tuck. Please check out our other episodes to support and learn more about other Tuckies. If you have any questions or feedback on the podcast or if you want to be featured on a future episode, please contact us at the email address listed in the description.